You're listening to Her Pursuit Podcast, and I'm your host, Kaysen. Welcome to the show, Mama. If you're ready to slow down in a world that is telling you to speed up and do more, then you're in the right place. This show is all about helping you build a life you love through simple habits and realistic routines that are practical for your everyday mom life. These episodes are designed to help you rediscover your identity, reclaim your time, and redefine balance in your life. And I'm so glad that you're here with me today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on future episodes just like this one. And then don't forget to rate and review the show to let other mamas know how these episodes are impacting your life because this is huge for all podcasts, but especially shows like this that are barely a year old and continuously growing. Thank you so much for taking time to leave a rating and review for the show. I truly, truly appreciate it. Right now, I'm actually in Cancun. We're in Mexico. We've never been. We're having a mommy-daddy vacay away from the girls. So I've pre-recorded this for you. Obviously, all episodes are pre-recorded. But this one was recorded in advance because I want to give you a summer recap. Because summer is coming to a close. Not like the season, technically, like on the calendar, but summer season for your kids going back to school. And so I just want to share a summer recap with you and share some lessons that I've learned this summer because there were many. Update you on our bucket list, what we did, what we were able to do, what we didn't get to yet, and all of those things. So I don't know about for you, but for me, there, you know, there were ups and downs to summer. It's been amazing, but it was also life with three kids under seven. <laughs> so Real, real talk here, real talk. There definitely, we've had our days, but I'm excited to share like this general recap, give you some lessons that I've learned. I know you're going to enjoy this episode, so I'm really glad that you're here. But speaking of back to school, every Thursday in August, I'm going to be bringing you a brand new series. I do these from time to time, and I think they're a really fun way to explore a particular topic and kind of dive into it a little more, you know, in depth week by week. There's only so much time we have each year, like on a Tuesday and a Thursday. So I like to spread these out over a period of time. And so I'm going to be doing these every Thursday. And we're really going to take a deep dive into discussing rhythms, routines, finding a new normal when you transition into new seasons, you know, back to school stuff. I also have a huge life update that I'm going to be sharing. I'm kind of freaking out internally. Come back because, like I said, it's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. But believe me when I say, you and me, we are going to be learning together how to establish these realistic rhythms and routines into our everyday lives when our seasons shift like they will for some of us when kids go back to school and all of those things. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show right now so you don't miss the series and you don't miss this huge life update because I'm telling you, I'm still a little bit in shock myself. So if you're in Apple Podcasts, you can click on that plus sign that, you know, subscribes to the show. And then on Spotify, you can follow the show because I'm so, so excited for this back to school series. It's going to be so good. You're not going to want to miss that. I promise you. So if you're having some mom time, maybe you're on the go, put your headphones in, just keep doing whatever it is you're doing. I'm glad that you're here with me today. We're going to dive right in. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. 
I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. Summertime. Okay, I love it. I always love it. But this summer has been so special. It's been really, really good. We've had our moments. We've had our days. Like I said, there are ups and downs. That's just life. But overall, it was it was so nice because I feel like I truly put everything else to the side and I was just present with my kids. I shared on a previous episode, maybe at the end of May, that I'd been in a really, you know, this season that I would consider to be like this holy hustle. I don't know if that's like really a thing. I kind of feel like that it is. I felt like I had this green light, you know, and God was like, go work, build, do the thing, get after it, you know, go do your thing and do it well. So I've been doing that for at least the first half of the year. And then, you know, toward the end of last year as well, I've been building this podcast and growing the show and creating content, all of these things. It doesn't just happen. Like it takes work. It takes planning. It takes time and energy and effort. And I love it. It is absolutely part of my mission field. It's part of my calling. It's part of my purpose. And it truly does not feel like work to me. All the time and energy that goes into this, it doesn't actually feel like that I'm working. So I think that makes it easier to get sucked into. And I just found myself at the end of May, actually middle of May, like I was just so tired. I was literally exhausted, not only from, you know, working and building and going all in, but also like end of the year activities and school stuff. I was literally here, there and everywhere. It was madness. As I'm sure you know, if you have littles in school or maybe even like middle school, high school, you're just everywhere doing all the things. You're you're literally doing hashtag all the things. And I was just, I was tired. I found myself in this place where I was exhausted, like physically, emotionally, I just felt so drained. But more than that, I felt in my spirit, like God was calling me into a season of rest. And it felt like, you know, not just more sleep, not creating a weekly rhythm around rest. I kind of have that already established. This was more like, you know, Casey, I'm actually calling you to set this aside for now. And not only that, I want you to set it aside and kind of like do the minimal amount right here, I want you to also wait. (gasps) While you're there, I just want you to sit there for a second. And at first I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. Like this sounds good. Just rest and releasing some things. It feels good. feels like, you know, what I want, what I need. And then it kind of was like this message on repeat. Every time I came to the word, every time I was in prayer, every time I would listen to a sermon, every time somebody would send me a verse or an encouragement, every single thing It felt like that for most of the summer. And about a month in, I started having these thoughts and these feelings of frustration. Like, what is this about? When am I going to understand? Is there an answer? What am I waiting on? What am I doing here? Okay, God, like I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And that's that's why I released, I recorded and released the episode, What to Do While You Wait. I'll link that below. It came from real life experience as most of these episodes do. But I was like, okay, God, what, what, like, what do I do while I'm here? This is starting to, you know, I don't really understand what's going on. I'm starting to feel a little bit frustrated. 
And in addition to that, I felt like, you know, my peers, my podcasting friends, fellow mompreneurs, quote unquote, were all like pressing on, you know, they're pressing on. And it felt like I was being left behind a little bit in the dust. And I was like, okay, in a way, I feel like that they are all pressing forward and they're like pursuing their dreams and all their work and they're doing all the things. And I just kind of am sitting here and it didn't really feel good. But God kept saying, wait, just wait. And so I did. So I have, you know, and I don't know that I'm totally out of whatever you would call this like phase, I guess. But now I can see he was really calling me into a time of reflection and evaluation and reprioritizing my time, my attention, my energy. Like I shared last week in episode 92, which if you missed that, you need to go back and listen to it after this episode because it is so good. I talked about how productivity actually is not the key to finding balance in your life. And we go in depth about what to do instead. And in that episode, I said, you know, I'm not here for doing all the things anymore. I have no desire to just get more done for the sake of getting things done. Productivity, 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 however you say it. My husband gives me, he's like productivity. That's just how I say it. Regardless of how you say it, that word actually sounds so unattractive to me right now. Like it, I'm having like an aversion to the word. I don't know. Like when you're just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I cannot, I don't even want to hear the word. I don't want to say it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to worry about doing it because productivity had become busy for me. And I know that the two shouldn't be interchangeable, but I'd gotten very busy and busy isn't always bad, but when you're, when you're busy is like overshadowing your priorities, then that's a red flag to slow down and ask yourself, okay, is how I'm spending my time still serving me is where my time is going still the best fit for where I'm at in life and what matters to me and my family right now. And I just decided I actually don't want to do more. And and maybe this is just for a season. Maybe it's just for right now. But I I do not want to do more. I actually want to do less. I want to do less. And I want to do the least amount as possible to still do things really well. So obviously, I'm still investing my time and my effort and energy into this show and this podcast and the content I create. But I'm doing it in a, I don't want to say a better way because it's so much deeper than that. But it's just more thoughtful. There's more boundaries in place, to be honest. And so I'm actually doing less, but by doing less, I'm able to do more. And I know that that kind of doesn't really make sense, but I've just found that when I prioritize, you know, things like rest, things like stillness, then I feel more balanced and I can, I can rock with that. I, I, that's where I want to be actually in that sweet spot of like, I'm investing my time and energy into them, into myself, into what matters to me, my passions, this podcast, my business, all of these things, but I don't want to be doing more just to do more. I want to do the least amount possible in order to still maintain what I've already built and in order to keep, you know, our home flowing and our day-to-day thriving and running well. And so that's what I did this summer. And it was so so good. It was so nice. It was so life-giving and it just gave me time and space and the mental capacity to think and dream and be present, like I said. So part of this period of rest, it really involved putting my phone down. In episode 79, I shared about my phone usage, the hours I was spending on it, and so I decided to put it down. And I'm actually going to do a whole separate episode on that because, oh my goodness, it showed me so many things. I learned so much just from doing that one thing alone. So highly recommend. If you're just like so tired of this bright, noisy screen in your hand, 
just put it down. And I promise I'll share an update on that in the future. I'll have a whole episode dedicated to like what I learned, how you can do it, how I implemented it, what I did, all those things. So for today, I want to implement, I want to update you on our bucket list because I shared that at the beginning of the summer, what I planned for us to do, because you know, we didn't do all the things that we wanted to do. That's real life. You probably didn't either. If you printed out that free printable from Soaking Up Summer Part 1 at the beginning of the summer, even if you just like hand wrote your list, you probably didn't do all the things. And that's okay because that's real life. So this is what we've done and what we haven't done yet. I plan to still do hopefully some of these things, but if not, it's okay. So one of the things I said we were going to do was visit the Children's Museum, which we absolutely have not done yet. Um, I said we were going to do lunch and ice cream at Freddy's because my middle daughter requested that specifically. And the day that we went, the ice cream machine had not even been turned on yet. So I give this like a half check mark. We like kind of did it. Another thing that I said that I wanted for us to do that we haven't done yet is make s'mores. I just feel like that's a summertime staple. Like how is it middle of July and we have not made s'mores yet? How? Another thing was a late night ice cream run. We kind of came up with this. Um, I think I came up with it, but Adam and I were like, it would be so fun if we put the girls to bed and then in a couple minutes later, go get them up and like take them to ice cream, surprise them with that. So we did that. We put them to bed a little bit earlier. You know, it was like one of those sneaky, like earlier bedtimes where it's like, it's bedtime, wink, wink. Of course, we were winking each other. They didn't know. They don't know what time it is. But then we went in, we got them back up, out of the bed, went and got ice cream. It actually was raining that day. So it worked out, you know, fine for us to just go through the drive-thru, have some ice cream in the car. Then when we got home, (laughs) we got back in the bed. I don't even know if they brushed our teeth, but it's fine. Uh, other things that I've wanted to do with them is to bake something that was on the list. Okay. I have to tell you this. My oldest has come up with this idea that she wants to bake and sell cookies. And so we've been like practicing and perfecting her little chocolate chip cookie recipe this summer. I kid you not. We have probably baked four batches of cookies, like dozens and dozens of cookies. And so who knows, maybe she will start selling those one day soon. It's a little dream of hers and I'm here for it. I'm going to support her and help her do that if that's what she wants to do. Another thing on the bucket list was to watch fireworks. Definitely did that on July 4th. We <laughs> go to the beach, which we had an extended stay at the beach. It was a lot of fun, but it was kind of unexpected. It did throw some things off, like getting back home. Uh, another thing that was on our bucket list was chasing fireflies So they didn't like get to chase them like my imagination, you know, envisioned that they would, but they did get to see some in the distance in the woods one night whenever we had gotten home late. I was like, oh, we're already getting home late because, oh my gosh, summertime, it's not getting dark till like nine or after nine o'clock. And so I'm like, my kids are never going to see fireflies because they're in the bed at like eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. And so the baby was whiny and it was just like, it was a real life thing, but we did get to see fireflies. So check, I'm definitely checking that off. Okay, so it's been a really fun summer. I was telling my husband, I just feel like all I had to do was be a mom and, you know, it felt a little more carefree. It did feel like that that's how it should always be. Like, it would be really nice if it could be like that. And so every year I do this, I'm like, okay, how can we carry that feeling of summer with us throughout the rest of the year? Like, what is it that makes it feel more relaxed and I don't even know that I have the words to describe it because it's just truly a feeling. And I I hope that you resonate with that feeling that I'm talking about and you're connecting with it. And you're like, yes, I know that feeling. I've felt that this summer and I love that. And like I said, it wasn't all day, every day. We had meltdowns. We had, we had, we had life happening, but there is like this general feeling that I was just like, I felt present. 
I felt relaxed. I felt like we weren't in a rush to get here, there, and everywhere. And we didn't have, you know, do this, do this, do this. Okay, bed, now bath, now dinner, now that, like all of these things. And so I'm still trying to think about, you know, like, how can I carry that with us throughout the rest of the year? I do want to wrap up with just sharing a few lessons that I've learned. These are random, you could say. My husband says I overuse that word. I say random for everything. These are kind of random. They're in no particular order, but I've learned these things, been reminded of these things, and I hope that they'll be good reminders for you too. The first one is that courage is not from being self-reliant. So courage did not come from self, but allowing God to mold and shape and move us. I thought that was a really good lesson. Another reminder is building a sturdy foundation. So whenever you start something in whatever you do, make sure the foundation is sturdy. Another good reminder. The next one is the Lord is good. Oh, this is just a verse. Lamentations 325. The Lord is good to those who wait on him. Another verse that really stuck with me this summer. John 8, 54. If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. Ooh, God reminded me of that this summer. Didn't really feel good, but it was a good reminder. Uh, Another one is, this came up from a Stephen Furtick message that I listened to. It says, the events in Joseph's life that God didn't prevent positioned him for the purpose of his life, which he could have never imagined. So there were things that happened in Joseph's life that were not like he wouldn't have chosen those things to happen to him, but those things positioned him for the purpose that he eventually lived out like in his life. Again, a random like, note, but I just thought that was like a really good lesson to remember. Another one is stay humble in high circumstances and hopeful in low circumstances. You know, I've, I've been having these reminders of like, don't let your emotions, don't let your thoughts be in the driver's seat. You have to choose intellectually what you know, um, choosing truth, even when you don't feel it, even when you can't see it. So staying humble when you feel like you're high up on the mountain and then being hopeful when you feel like you've been brought low. Another one is that serving in the little positions have the potential to elevate you to higher places. So themes that have been on repeat all summer long for me, it's like my summer playlist, if I could say that in in a spiritual sense, is like humility, service, and obedience. And like I've said, I think it was maybe the beginning of this episode, but I was saying how, you know, it hasn't always felt good. It's not always what I wanted to do, like my flesh hasn't always been drawn to that, but God's reminded me of the importance of serving, being obedient, whether it's what I would choose to do or not, but doing what God asked me to do and then humbling myself so that I can, you know, have, I'll have that capacity to make those choices and serve in those ways. One thing that stood out to me during my time of study was, um, John 13, 21 and The verse actually says, after saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit. And when I did a word study on that, uh, troubled, the word troubled, I don't have my notes in front of me, but the Greek or the Hebrew, one of those, I like to do word studies and there's a specific site that I also can't remember the name of it right now off the top of my head, but it helps me to like get a better understanding of the verse overall. And so the word troubled there, it actually means the root word means like inner chaos, So Jesus understands that. Like he understands my inner chaos. He understands your inner chaos because it says that he was troubled in his spirit. So just like the reminder that God, Jesus relates to you in ways that 
we might not always feel like are relevant, but that's very relevant. Like that is very relevant to my life. And I hope it's relevant to you as well. Just that reminder that he understands what that inner chaos is like. And then John 14, 15, it says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. The proof of love is obedience. Don't confuse this with works. Works does not equal salvation. So again, themes of obedience, themes of humility and service and surrender, and all of those things are not really fun some of the time. So lots of God moments, like I said, over the summer, lots of slowing down, lots of listening, lots of seeking, lots of waiting. And it all brought me to this moment a few weeks back when we made a decision that left me feeling like I was totally lost, but also like right where I was supposed to be. And I'm going to share that with you next week. It's really scary, but it's really exciting. Um, So come back next week because I'm going to plan, I'm going to share more of that with you. And um, I hope that it'll encourage you. I don't know, even if you're not in like the same specific season or making the same decision, I hope that overall what I share is going to really speak life, hopefully, and and hope and encouragement into your circumstance and your season, how it applies to your life. So before you go, if you will take a screenshot right now, tag me on Instagram, letting me know that you listened. Maybe share what you're taking away from this episode. You can tell your friends to come and listen to it. Check it out. You doing this helps other moms connect with the show and these episodes. Plus, I really love seeing what you're listening to and what you enjoyed about today's episode, I always reshare those when Instagram notifies me. Like sometimes it doesn't show me who else tagging me for some reason, but when I get the notifications, I always reshare those. So it's always fun to be able to share those faces within this community to the followers on the podcast page. You can do tag the, tag the show at Her Pursuit Podcast. That's the handle. And if you're not following, you can follow us over there as well. But that is all for today. I will see you back here on Thursday. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.